This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3121 for Monday the 20th of July 2020. Today's show is entitled Opposing Views on Tattoos. It is hosted by Windigo and is about 31 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Windigo and Mrs. Honeyhume discuss their views on tattoos. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to Archive.org forward slash donate. a little bit of exposition. Uh, Mrs. Honeyhume is my missus. So, <laughs> um, we've been together for 15 years. 15 years. years. It'll yeah. be 16 in November. Which is ridiculous. Correct. But, gives us a lot to talk about, like uh, the subject of tattoos, for instance, because uh, we are very similar in many ways, and we are absolute polar opposites in many ways. And tattoos is one of the opposing issues, for sure. For sure. So, uh, you can start with your position on tattoos if you'd like. Yeah. My position on tattoos is that they are a form of art. A little background. I'm an art teacher and an artist. Um, and I believe that they're an outward expression of your creativity. They're permanent art that you can walk around and put on display for others, or if they're under your clothes, then they are private for you. And they're there forever. And I'm not fond of them. I don't like them. Uh, I don't care if other people have them, but it's not for me. They're just not my favorite. Um, I don't like the idea of the permanence I don't like the idea of injecting things into my body. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just not my my jam, for sure. Is it because you think the ink is foreign? Well, the ink is foreign, but that's. Um, I don't think that's 100% it. Um, I think part of it is that it, it you can't really have a tattoo without saying something. Like, if it's under your... Clothing, I suppose it's private to you, but still, there's, um, it's a permanent message that you will always see. And I personally, I'm not, I don't think I have a strong enough, like, self-identity to permanently make that decision, because, like, this, you know, I've, I've made lots of changes in my life, and I've 
if I look back on myself five years or 10 years ago, I'm in an extremely different place. I'm an extremely different person. You have a daughter, surprise there. <laughs> that was not something I saw coming. Uh, so I feel like, you know, if I got a tattoo when I was 20, it would be a barcode or binary or something like a HTML joke. <laughs> I think binary would have been very cool. Because that's universal. What do you mean it's universal? Like, anyone who sees the binary on your skin would have an immediate connection to you and under an understanding. Plus, it'd be mm -hmm. meaningful to you. It's not like binary's going away. No, that's true. It, well, depends on how quantum computing takes off. But, um, and that might be part of it, too. I don't want people to be able to make that jump. Jump. I want to air of mystery or something like uh, for the audience this honey hume is making a extremely skeptical face <laughs> the idea of you with an air of mystery <laughs> after we've been together for so long is a little funny well, not you i know that and i'm not and, what if it's in a time. place that's only for me you don't know who's seeing my butt Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we should I think we uh, skipped over a part. Uh, you are enthusiastic about about tattoos or like tattoos, I suppose. What What's your like elevator pitch statement on tattoos? I would say I'm enthusiastic. Um, I would say wait on an idea and sit with it for a long period of time before deciding to get it permanently tattooed on your body. If I had gotten tattooed when I was 18... I would have giant angel wings down my back. And <laughs> mm -hmm. that's not, not that there's anything wrong with not that. Not that there's anything case. wrong with that. But <laughs> I waited until I was 26 to get my first tattoo. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. You you have tattoos. You've thought them out. Mm -hmm. And um, there you should describe your tattoos so that we know what we're talking about. Yeah. So my first tattoo, like I said, when I was 26, I got it. Um I have reverse pigmentation, so white spots um, on my skin, and I got it tattooed on one of the white spots, and it's in the shape of a snowflake, mm -hmm. six-sided snowflake. This is on your shoulder? Yes, on my shoulder, um, on one of those white spots. Um, I had a necklace that I used to wear all the time that had the snowflake on it, um, and I wore it kind of as a symbol of just being unique and one-of-a-kind um, but also we're from a very snowy, cold area, so it kind of represented home as well. So I put that on my shoulder in that spot is also kind of a remembrance to embrace the parts of you that are unique and make you an individual and not to be hiding or ashamed of them and just kind of honor that. It also kind of represents home to me as well. Then when I was 28... I got equilateral triangles on both of my wrists. They are three fingers down um, from the direct wrist at the pressure point for motion sickness. And the equilateral triangles change meaning depending on the direction you see them. So upright, they represent power and male and mountains and fire and all those very strong elements stability, things along those lines. 
inverted, it means the opposite. It means water and female and cave and instability. So depending on how I show you the tattoos, changes the meaning of what they mean. They also um, are directly the same size as the other tattoos. So if you had put the two triangles on top of each other, kind of like a Star of David, they match with the third tattoo. Mm, that's right, because there's triangles present in the snowflake as Correct. well. Correct. There are um, three triangles present in the snowflake, and then I now have three tattoos. And in case you can't figure it out, three is my favorite number. So, <laughs> And there's an asymmetry to it as well, but also a symmetry. I'm really into geometry and how beautiful it is and the symbolism behind it. Um, so I don't know a lot about the cultural, uh, tattoo representations. Is, is it a glow? It's, I feel like it's definitely present in most of the countries I've heard of. They're definitely taken different ways depending on the country, but we've got an international audience at HPR. Mm -hmm. Do we need to explain what a tattoo is? Did we just jump the shark big we time? We assume or? that everyone knew what a tattoo yeah. is. Yeah, so um, it is ink that is pushed into your skin just below the dermis level um, so that it's in there permanently. It's not going to wash off or, um, you know, come off as your skin renews. And it's a painful process, kind of. I thought it was going to be way more painful than it actually was. Um, so it becomes kind of a rite of passage as well. So when you see someone else with a tattoo, there's an underlying understanding of, I know what you went through to get that. So that's kind of interesting. Did I miss anything about what that's a tattoo what is? Um, there's different like kinds. There's, uh, abstract symbols. There's pictures that you, people do portraits of, uh, deceased loved ones. Yeah. Um, there's lots of different uh, cultural significances to tattoos. They can, they can identify your tribe. Yeah. And there's also different kinds of physical tattooing. There's a stick mm -hmm. and poke, um, which you have the ink separate and you use it like a needle, a heated up mm -hmm. needle, and you stick and do it that way. That's usually associated with prison tattoos um, or done at home. Then you have, in I think a lot of Asian cultures, they use a needle on a, uh, on a stick and then they hit it and it hits and mm -hmm. goes into the skin over and over and over again. Mm. But here in the type that I have, you have a tattoo gun. Mm -hmm. And by, we are no means by experts on tattoos. Yeah. I'm sure that <laughs> some of the audience yeah. is probably. These are all just our personal experiences. Correct. Probably like, that's not what it's <laughs> called. <laughs> Sorry, folks. So yeah, it was a needle um, attached to a machine that um, had electricity, so it, it stabbed it over and over and over and over mm -hmm. and over again. There's also color inks as well. And usually when they do color, there's multiple needles. So they can use like almost like brush strokes. Um, mm -hmm. My tattoos are just black ink line tattoos. That's what I wanted. That's the style that I like. Um, I was always kind of afraid that the color would fade. But with just straight lines and black ink, I thought it was going to be timeless. Mm -hmm. And um, there's also different types of ink, not only colored, but you can get like glow-in-the-dark tattoos, You can correct? get glow-in-the-dark. You can get also white 
because mm-hmm. not everyone's skin tone is pale. You know, right. if you had a dark skin tone, <laughs> you could get a white ink tattoo. Yeah. The um, two of us speaking are of the pale variety. Correct. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, and they even have ones now that can help people with diabetes um, detect when their sugar levels are low. So that's mm-hmm. actually a very functional tattoo. Yeah. It's interesting because I'm not, like, I don't think I'm super opposed to the pain aspect. I don't think it'd be great, but I give blood. I'm not afraid of needles. That doesn't bother me in the least. Um, the ink bothers me a little, little bit, but I don't what think that's... What if it was a soy-based ink? Can you do that? Like, I know that you can print soy-based ink on paper. You can get tattoos. I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility if it was a plant-based ink would you be more open to getting a tattoo no i don't think so and that's i can think of ways around like the reason i brought up glow-in-the-dark tattoos um is because it's completely invisible unless it's dark out so there's so many different ways to conceal a tattoo and make it um make it less obvious but i don't I can't think of any combination of tattoo properties that would make me want one. Like, but even if you got a glow-in-the-dark one, you'd still have almost a raised um, skin. And it might even be, like, slightly scarred-looking. Oh, I Not didn't know as, that. It wouldn't be, like, it wouldn't look just as is. You could mm. tell that there was something. It wouldn't be decoder ring, invisible ink style. Not yet. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a not a above mm-hmm. our abilities yet but not currently yeah no i can't think of anything because i whenever i think about tattoos i think that i would either a have a stupid idea or b want something functional and i can't yeah. think of anything super functional that i would want tattooed on my body not even wedding rings no absolutely not wedding rings why because i like normal rings and um but you could lose a normal ring I can lose a normal ring. He's and... laughing because he's already lost a normal ring. <laughs> I've lost like one ring in our 15 onto 16 years together. Mm-hmm. And if you got kidnapped and they stole all your jewelry, <laughs> one thing they could identify you with is if you had a tattoo of a wedding ring. Okay. I don't think that kind of contingency plan is something I'm going to factor into my tattoo decision. It's if if I got kidnapped and they needed to identify me, what if the kidnappers chopped off my finger so that I couldn't be identified? Okay. <laughs> they can well, identify dental records. Why don't you want a permanent declaration of your commitment to our marriage? I think it's because I'm a jerk. And I don't feel like I need, it's, it's like, um, the flag from a conquering force. Not that you're like conquering me or anything like that, but it's like, that is the final symbol, the cherry on top. It's like, we already did all the conquering. We don't need a, I'm I'm not concerned about the symbol. We've been together for 15, 16 years. Okay, what if (laughs) I passed away Mm -hmm. and in my will... 
you're going to do something like this, too. I made it a request. A request, yes. That you got my handprint tattooed on your heart or my thumbprint. On the skin above my heart? On the skin above your heart. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. So that's... As a I would give it continual remembrance of me and our love. And once again, it's like, do you think I'm going to forget? Uh, yeah, you forget everything. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to forget you if you pass away. I, so, yeah, I feel like it's the symbol isn't as important as the fact that we have the love that we share and that we're devoted to each other and... I don't know. I would, I feel like that would be the, the most serious I uh, consider getting a tattoo. There's also a part of me that is an atheist that thinks she'll never know. <laughs> Haunt you? <laughs> yeah, you'll get chest pains at night. You'll be like, why mm -hmm. does my chest hurt? Yeah. It's me grabbing you from <laughs> beyond the grave. It's squeezing you. Trying to touch your handprint and you can't find it, so you press harder and harder. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> I mean, you can get one around here. <laughs> around my neck? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. Oh. I, so maybe my first tattoo will be a protective ward against the, <laughs> the spirit of my lost love. Do you think... If your cultural roots had more of a connection, like if you were born in a Maori tribe, mm -hmm. uh, do you think you'd be more open because it would connect you more to your roots, your your, your tribe, if you will? Probably, because there's there's got to be some like subconscious part of me that thinks tattoo equals like bad guys on TV or mm. something like that, even though. That has never held true in any of my life experience. Like, I've known bad people who've had tattoos. But the majority of people I know who have tattoos are good people. And the majority of bad people that I know that have tattoos is because they're a moron, not because they're a bad person. Like, they just got an impulsive tattoo and weren't thinking about it. Maybe that's it. Maybe you've seen so many regrets, if you will, that... <laughs> That that's a, become a fear now instead of a celebration of it's great tattoos. Yeah. So um, I think my first exposures to tattoos was my cousin Nick, who's a very very colorful character. He works at a Renaissance fair, and his tattoos he has like an evil clown on his arm, and he has the words beer and porn tat tattooed on his knuckles. Um, and I love Nick, but he was never somebody to base your life around. He wasn't a uh, role model. Well, so, none, so that's awesome. none of your parents have tattoos. Not that I know of. None of my parents do either. Mm -hmm. But both my sister and I have multiple. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of more old-fashioned in a lot of ways. Maybe your brother not. has tattoos. Damon? Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't tell anybody, but I don't think that would, like, I'm not afraid of what people would think necessarily. I don't think. Maybe I am. 
I don't know. I just, this is one of those areas that I don't know if we are ever going to come to a compromise on because I don't understand your resistance mm. and you do not understand my acceptance. Oh, so here's another thing. <laughs> this, um, I think this is going to be a good con conversation for a long time. Um, also because you want us to get these tattoos. Yes. You want the wedding ring tattoos yes. because you're just afraid a, I'm going to lose the Just a single line around mm -hmm. the ring finger. Yeah, which I will concede is not a crazy request. It can even be underneath your ring. Mm -hmm. And I, then if you ever lose your ring or misplace it, it's still there. It's also still there as a reminder. Yeah. So another another thing is I think it's a very personal decision for me. And I feel like it's something I should be 100% opt-in for. Like, I shouldn't want to get it. I shouldn't get it because you would want me to have one, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to get a tattoo, it, it's my body. It should be for, it should be my decision. And um, You shouldn't do it for me. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I like, it should be my, my own impetus. tattoos are not for anyone else but me. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's funny because I'm a teacher and the ones on my wrists are very visible. Mm -hmm. And it ends up having starting conversations with my students. Now, yeah. because I'm an art teacher, it's not really a surprise. Yeah. Also, it's an equilateral triangle, which is like the art, science, math side of me. Um, but when I first got them done, there was a kid who told me I was in the Illuminati and that I was going <laughs> to hell. Because I had tattoos. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was a fourth grade kid that said that to me. Yeah. So while it is a very personal thing for me, these are my tattoos and that they're for me. Mm -hmm. it, there is other people seeing them. Yeah. How did a fourth grader know what the Illuminati was? I don't know. It's like the <laughs> two, 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 2010s. He's, he's got a questionable set of influences going on there. It actually has become... Kind of a running joke in the school where I was currently teaching, where the students asked me what they meant, and I told them if on the day their homework was due, every single person <laughs> turned in their homework on time, their homeworks are sketchbook assignments, then I would tell the class, yeah. that class, what the meaning of my <laughs> tattoos. And for three years that I was teaching there, middle school, mm -hmm. it never happened. So the kids would come up to me and be like, you got to tell me. You know, what, the, what mm -hmm. are the tattoos about? And I said, yeah. when your class does all the homework on the day <laughs> that it's due, I will tell your class, and it still has not happened. Yeah. So Alfred keeps screwing us up. <laughs> not doing his homework. It uh, became, it, I didn't mean for it to become a thing. I just thought it would be a funny way to, like, connect with my students. And then it ended up being several years of not being known. I still have former students who I socialize with, who don't know. Mm -hmm. And I tell them they can look it up there themselves because it makes them do research into, you know, sacred geometry and things like that. Yeah. And then they come back and they're like, does it mean this? Does it mean that? And I'm like, I don't know. Does it? <laughs> so, you know, another teachable moment. Mm -hmm. But it does become a conversation, you know. And I always tell my students, you need to wait. Do not get a tattoo right now. I don't mm -hmm. care if you're 18. You need to sit with this idea for several years because you're going to shift, you're going to change, 
your body's going to change. Yeah. So don't ever get in a place where things are going to stretch. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. I love my sister, but some of her tattoo decisions have been questionable in my eyes. Yeah. So another aspect of tattoos is some people take them very seriously. Mm -hmm. And some people have absolutely no um, value placed in Well, I'm sure they have value on them, but it's not a serious affair. Mm -hmm. Like I have um, my brother Jamin's friend, Dustin. Um, he has several tattoos. He has a tattoo of the Tiananmen Square scene with man standing in front of the tanks. And he also has a bunch of Dragon Ball Z characters, which is um, that kid in a nutshell. He's got very good values. He does not take things very seriously. And his his logic behind the tattoos, I guess he does have some a lot of thought put into them, but his logic is when he's old and decrepit and, you know, stuck in a place he doesn't want to be, he can look down and his stupid Dragon Ball Z tattoos will make him laugh. Well, that's it. I think mm -hmm. they're very personal, what people get them for. A lot of people get them for remembrance. Um, I think people get it to honor. I mean, that's why you see the stereotypical heart with mom. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I think if and possibly when I get another tattoo, it would probably be a piece of our daughter's art. Yeah. There's something about the innocence of children's scribbles and to have that as a, a capture that moment for her and have that permanently in my body, I think would be beautiful. Plus yeah. it would make her feel cool. Feel like I did that. Hopefully she'll think that maybe not when she's in middle school. We'll see. <laughs> uh, let's, let's not even go there. Middle school. I'm not ready for me either. She's only two. <laughs> yeah. No, every time I think about what tattoo I would get, it's it's a stupid tattoo or it's a tattoo that has no purpose. So I, I don't think I would get it in the first place. It's just I can't think of anything. The the only real idea I've ever heard is, is your wedding ring tattoo idea. Mm -hmm. And there's something that makes me very hesitant. And it's obviously not like my commitment to you. Because we've got a daughter and we've been together 16 years. And I'm not going to be like, well, we hit 17. I'm getting cold feet. <laughs> so I don't, I'm going to, you know, put on the record here. You don't have to worry about that. Okay. Just something about the tattoos rubs me the wrong way. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> and I don't think mm -hmm. I can. And I don't think I will. And I have to be okay with that. Yeah. No, I don't think I understand. It's just kind of a gut feeling. It's something that's like, eh, it just makes me hesitant about it. It's like, and, you know, you've been with me long enough to know that I'm just weird about things yes. sometimes. <laughs> yes, you are. Mm -hmm. You get these ideas and you hold on to them so tight that nothing is going to sway you. And it's not like big ideas. They're mm -hmm. like, uh, airport security. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to get the uh, public support on HBR for this one. I'm sure. What do you mean by airport security? That might be another episode. Oh, there's a man named Ken Fallon who's very happy with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think I can't think of anything else that I that would be interesting to say about tattoos. 
Is there anything you wanted to like end on as a conclusion or? I think they're beautiful. I think they're personal and I'm proud of mine. Yeah. And I, I agree with every single one of those statements. I can see them. I just, just not for me. Do you think I would be less me if I didn't have them? Like if you met me and I didn't have these tattoos, would you like me less or love me less? No. Or be less attracted? No. And I, the more I think about it, I I don't think you would be less you unless you got them removed. Mm -hmm. Because now that, now that you've got them, they're a part of you. Yeah. And they're permanent and it would be almost weird um, without them, even though they're not like, they're very small. They're Mm -hmm. only, only like a quarter size. Yeah. Centimeter for the wrist tattoos and. Maybe an inch for your snowflake. They're the same size. Oh, they because are? I, I had him trace this one to make these mm-hmm. so that they would match up. They're all the same. Cool. So, yeah, they're, and they're they're very tiny, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. We've been together for a long time, and you got these very early on in our relationship. Yeah. We met when I was 21. 22. Right? 22. Wait. No. Was it 21? Because, it yeah, it was. We were 21 because you're, um, we met right before my birthday. Like, maybe a week or two. Yeah, not even, yeah. Yeah. But this is neither here nor there. So, imagine if I had been 18 and made my tattoo decision, and then you met me at 21. Ooh. Right? Well, dev- what would your... They would have been full angel wings on my back. Just these oh, giant really? wings down my back. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the coolest thing. I've always wanted to fly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought that would be as close as I could kind of get. Now I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. I have, excessive. I have no idea how I would have reacted to that. Mm-hmm. Would you think you would have been less attracted to me? I don't know. It would have. It would have been something that put me off initially. But you kind of have a way... Of like changing my perspective on things, so it might be maybe, maybe I would have changed my perspective on tattoos as a whole. Who knows? And when I got my tattoos, and we were together, I didn't ask your permission. Oh, of course or, not. <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> clarifying because not everyone knows us that. Yeah, I would. We were already in a relationship. When I got my tattoos, and I knew that you didn't love them, tattoos in general. Yeah. But that wasn't going to change whether or not I've gotten mm-hmm. mine. Because, like I said, they're mine. No, I don't think our relationship would work if you were like, I'm not going to get these because no, he doesn't no. like them. That's not me. <laughs> no. We, I don't play that way. Mm-mm-mm. No, we have very um, strong personalities and yes. we're pretty equal in things so that like... I like to think we're balanced. Yeah. yeah. No. That's that's why we're having this discussion. Correct. Because if it was any like if there was an imbalance, you wouldn't have tattoos, or I would be getting one. Correct. So and this is just one of many places where we have this. That's why I think we balance each other out in Yangsao. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's good. I agree. <laughs> it's good for HPR. We're getting some interesting podcast material. I hope. We'll see. I hope you guys. Find this interesting. Yeah. Feel free. Um, here's my shill okay. moment. Uh, feel free to record a response. If you find tattoos 
detestable or fantastic or completely Rep- middle of the road or what? I said repulsive. Repulsive. Attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Badass. <laughs> Just throw that out there. Yeah. Striking our safer work rating right off the... Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. It's just a a flag we can set. All right, so I think we're going to wrap this up. Uh, This has been Windigo and... Mrs. Honeyham. And we'll catch you later. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.